0: It's just gone 3.30, and as we do every Sunday, we like to uh, connect and maybe discover a little bit more about the world of disability. For a lot of people, it's something that they've never come across, yet there are many, many, many individuals in South Africa and around the world who are living with a disability. So the month of March is actually Intellectual Disability Awareness Month. Joining us, we've got Leon Debeer, who's the Deputy Director of the South African Federation for Mental Health. Thanks so much for joining us today, Leon. Good to have you.
1: Thank you very much for inviting me. Thanks.
0: Um, so maybe just a, an interesting question and a personal one. Why did you get involved with the South African Federation for Mental Health in the first place?
1: Um, my academic background is psychology. And, um, but my career interest and, and what I've done for um, most of my working life since I left university has been um, work around community development. Mm. So the South African Federation for Mental Health um, provides a good combination of that because we're not a clinical organization we're a, an advocacy in the human rights body um, oh, wow. so, yeah, so you get to work with mental health and do community upliftment and advocate for human rights and that kind of stuff so it's perfect
0: oh, that sounds very fulfilling I, I like that um, Leon for those who don't know what is an intellectual disability what is classified as, as an intellectual disability
1: um, an intellectual disability is a um a, a cognitive impairment that that person you know that, that, that people are born with it can either um you know the brain can be affected while while the, the baby um you know during birth or just after birth mm. um and you know so it, it includes conditions like um Down syndrome and and uh you know th- those kinds of um intellectual um impairments that that, uh, that that manifest in young people and it's diagnosed normally during childhood.
0: Okay. Um, I know that there's, there's a, there were a few um, intellectual disabilities. I was reading about this earlier and and I was like, that's an intellectual disability. I had no idea. Things like, um, I want to say they're more psychological. I would say that there was psychological um, impairments or issues, things like uh, bipolar, depression, um, those types of things that sort of affect um, emotions and um, productivity. Those are also considered intellectual disabilities or not?
1: No, no, they're not. We we distinguish very clearly between intellectual disability and what we call psychosocial disability. Okay. So psychosocial disability, um, are, you know, that includes your mental illnesses like depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, anxiety disorders, those kinds of things. But it's important to distinguish between a mental illness and a psychosocial disability. Um, you, you know, someone can have a mental illness but not have a psychosocial disability. The moment your mental illness becomes so severe that it um, it impacts on your on your day to day living and you can't work or look after yourself, then it becomes a disability.
0: Oh, I think what I was trying to say was that these um, sort of more psychosocial issues are seen as disabilities within the workplace even so it's, it's not seen as yeah. oh that's your issue you must sort it out it's actually yep. you have certain rights as, as, yeah, as a disabled absolutely. person
1: absolutely um someone with a psychosocial disability has exactly the same rights as somebody with a physical disability and um, you know in, in, in the world of mental health they often refer to um, mental illnesses as invisible disabilities, which yes. is which is really a horrible term, but that's because it's not something that you can necessarily see. Mm. But people have the same rights and they're entitled to the same. Um, it's called reasonable accommodations within the workplace to make work accessible to them.
0: So, what type of what type of of things would would that be? If you if you're talking about intellectual disabilities, would like um, allowances to go for checkups or what? Like, how would the workplace have to sort of adjust to be able to, yeah. to accommodate
1: look it's very individualized because nobody's psychosocial or intellectual disability is exactly the same as yes. the next yeah. and again the reasonable accommodations between intellectual disability and psychosocial disability are quite different so the intellectual disability someone might require on-the-job uh, assistance with uh, mm. sorry from somebody like a job coach to help them interpret the work environment yes. and, and to, to, to help with interviews and that kind of stuff. Psychosocial um, like disability, you know, to take an anxiety disorder as an example, somebody might require a quiet workspace or, you know, uh, the ability to go outside and take a breather in case of getting a panic attack. Or, so it's about making the workplace as accessible and conducive to, to to you know to, to get personal and, and, and you know um, career growth as possible. Hmm.
0: This sounds like an organization that a lot of people would be interested in, um, especially because you said, even though you don't like the term, it's an invisible disability. There are probably yeah. many more people that have a disability that don't even, um, don't even didn't even know until we just mentioned right now. Actually, you have certain rights. How how would they be able to, to get in touch with the SAFMH board or, or somebody there that can maybe help them uh, find out what their rights are or, or maybe assist them in, in some way?
1: Uh, well people are wel- uh, welcome to contact our organization on oh one one seven eight one one eight five two or through our website there's an inquiry function through there and um, you know we very are well, uh, very well equipped to provide people with assistance um, in terms of their rights and if they've got any inquiries we also have a reporting function for human rights violations mm. so if people feel like they are being discriminated against or they suffered abuse and um, they can also access um, that kind of support through our organization and we have links to some sort of legal partners who can assist um, if, if there are you know, legal issues that need to be addressed.
0: The website is www.safmh.org.za is that right? Yep. S- so www.safmh.org.za mh.org.za um, normally when it comes to awareness months there's something in particular that organisations like to focus on so this coming uh, March with intellectual disability awareness month coming, is there anything in particular that you're focusing on this, this month as a theme Leon?
1: Yeah we are, we are specifically focusing on the right to employment for persons with um, sorry, sorry intellectual disability and um, for that yeah, we'll be doing various press releases and through our um, national office, where, which is where I'm from, and our mental health societies that are located across South Africa, we'll be raising awareness on the rights um, that the people have to access employment. And we'll also be publishing a DVD, which is a guide for persons with intellectual disability and for employers to try and bridge that gap um, between the two and to try and see a larger uptake of persons with intellectual disability within the open labour market.
0: Amazing. Leon, thank you so much for, for having a chat to us on the weekend play date. Um, these, this interview will be available online, 5fm.co.za under catch up. Have an amazing rest of your Sunday and all the best for Intellectual Disability Awareness Month this coming March.
1: Thank you so much. Take okay. care.
0: If you're looking for the number again, 011-781-1852 uh, to get in touch with the SA Federation for Mental Health.